Now entering Nerdist.com. Thanks for tuning in to Jonah Ray. Dio can't be here tonight because he is dancing with the rainbow in the dark. But until then, our guest is Nick Thorburn from a bunch of bands and a bunch of entertainment and a bunch of buddy hangouts. Uh, but right now, this is our theme song written by Roswell. That'll come into play later. This is a theme song by Roswell Kid. All right, that was Roswell Kid. Thank you so much for your submission. Uh, I've been digging your record lately. Uh, you know, we've been getting some uh, some some people have been sending in their uh, Jonah Radio theme songs. Uh, did you ever make any jingles there, Nick? <laughs> um, yes. Glad to have you I on. I did. You're just <laughs> stunning. You're sparkling right out of the gate. Right this out of the gate. This is the right speed for a podcast, though, right? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I did actually McSweeney's um, – I did a bunch of jingles for McSweeney's uh, app thinger. And uh, I think they only maybe used one, but it's like a notification app for their um, – like when you, get it, when you get a new story or something. Was it uh, – was by the, what it sounds like it was, it was the most boring app ever. Uh, no. <laughs> um, you're you're uh, ignorant. I'm ignorant. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I don't really know. Uh, there's been a, there's been a couple submissions for, uh, the fucking theme song. And, um, <laughs> one was made, uh, by the F's, the F's, E-F-T-S, the F's. Eves? The E's. I'm guessing that's what it is. Here's the one they made. So, like, it takes a while to get going. They asked, like, how long should it be? I said, no longer than 45 seconds. And they said, super long. They said, uh, I just said, no longer. And then they said, uh, was, uh, well, here's one for 49 seconds. Boy, it was hard to make it shorter. If you've noticed, <laughs> I've been talking over it the entire time. <laughs> Take a while to get started. Yeah. Can we rate these? Yeah. This is, like, this is as exciting as uh, next opening. Oh. <laughs> uh. I guess I did a McSweeney's app. <laughs> All right. So that was that was from the F's, Shannon. Hey, they, Neil, now Neil, Neil, they, they, they were nice enough to send something in, and we should appre- appreciate that. No, that was really great, you guys. Don't ever stop. And uh, here's some other stuff that, uh, that came in. Uh, now, uh, this is... Um, this guy Dan's Acoustic Garage is what he calls himself, and uh, he's made a he's made a couple different theme songs. Here's one. Jonah. Jonah. And then it gets kind of. <laughs> so clearly he's a fan if he's throwing in some fart noises. Yeah. So. He also made he also made an REM version. Jonah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is he right? Jonah. Alright, so he made that one. And then also here's one. He made a theme song for Cash and Neil. Cash hearts. It's like a Kurt Russell. 
<laughs> Just a bunch of sound effects. Now, some a lot of people seem to really like the sound drops yeah. uh, that you've been doing on the show. <laughs> I'm actually... I'm David Foley. I, I've been hitting him a lot a Foley artist. already, but I feel a little self-conscious about it. Well, here's it's because we got a uh, an email from a listener named Sean McDonald. Um, and it goes like this: Dear Jonah Ray and the two and the other two dudes, uh, he's paying attention. Clearly, he knows what's important. Mm-hmm. Please get your shit together on the drops. I love the show. I'm getting to know some great music, and the stories Jonah and his guests bring to the table are great. Just got to say, this latest episode was much more enjoyable, mostly due to what's what's his face not being a dick with the soundboards. <laughs> I, I'm just so happy that I'm not what's his face. Guess what I want? Guess what I want to say is that when a podcast doesn't take itself a little bit serious, it's hard to feel good about listening to it. Um, I want to see you become a cultural influence, become my generation's sniffing glue. You're awesome overall and getting better. Thank you. Now, 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 Neil, Neil, now be nice to the listener. It's now. Here's the thing, Sean. I appreciate that you're a fan. I appreciate you see the potential in this. Um, and this, this isn't just for you. <laughs> Neil is great at this stuff. Clearly, he made that one himself. And um, and here's the thing: uh, none of us are doing this for anybody other than ourselves. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Please continue to listen, and we'll, I'll do my best to wrangle Neil in. But uh, I really just uh, I, I I this is this is more for us to just hang out and talk with our friends. Oh, we're not friends. No, we're not. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to have to agree with Sean McDonald on that one, Neil. That was a, a poorly timed uh, soundboard drop. Uh, so what do you guys think about those uh, those theme songs? Do you want to keep any of them? I, I want to keep the one about me. Yeah, you do? Yeah. I'll let you have that. Thank you. That could be, that could be a ringtone when I call. Um, so, um, Neil, let's get into some music news. Um, Neil, let's get into some music news. Um, Neil. I gotta go. No, no, you're fine. Okay. Music news. Music news. Uh, these were submitted by our friends uh, Greg Heller, who's uh, a guest on the uh, second episode, and our friend Mike Henry. Uh, so uh, let's do this. Uh, in the world is a terrible, inexplicable place news. A platinum encased Swiss watch owned by legendary blues wanker Eric Clapton this week sold at an auction for $3.6 million. A watch owned by Eric Clapton sold for $3.6 million. In a related story, you can buy River, Cu- River Cuomo's Casio calculator watch for eighteen fifty on eBay. <laughs> or if you're a Japanese teenager, a handjob. <laughs> um, what kind of watch was it? Just his watch. It was just his watch. It's not like a fancy watch or anything. Uh, I'd imagine so. He's a quite a rich guy. Yeah, there's probably like some iconic picture of him where he's like shredding a guitar. There's, there's it. also probably a chance that there's there's some like, heroin residue. Yeah, yeah. There's there's <laughs> yeah. a good three hundred thousand dollars worth of heroin in there. That's probably true. It's a lot of heroin. Um, here's a Australian yes. rock legends in excess announced that they are finally calling it quits. The band leave behind a legacy of 35 years, 12 albums, and one singer beating off to death. 
watch. This is like headline news. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily. It's like Jay Leno's headline. monologue right up here. <laughs> right it's up just now. as funny. Just as funny. <laughs> You know he. Do you want? Do you want us just stand outside while we do this? Or do you, want, <laughs> you, can, you can join in. I, I figure, as a musician, you are interested in music, and you. Uh, <laughs> uh, music news. Yeah. Contemporary I'm events. Actually, yeah. Keeps it topical. You know he was murdered, right? Michael Hutchins. Yeah. There's three levels of how you think he died: that he accidentally, or that he committed suicide, or that he accidentally killed himself through autoerotic asphyxiation we go another level deep he he was murdered by his own desires uh no he was murdered by um i think it was like the uh the uh allegedly cia of us of australia he He was allegedly murdered oh well we talk yeah well no we're gonna i guess this is like foreshadow no this is actually what we're gonna get into um (laughs) i love thinking about Musicians being murdered. Yeah, you do. Yes, actually, uh, you love the uh, conspiracy theories that surround many of uh, rock musicians' death. Um, we're gonna uh, we're gonna cut to a song, and we're gonna get back, and we're gonna talk to Nick uh, about oh, his fear of being murdered. I think. Well, no, he's not that famous. I, I think he's he could get a beaten. Wouldn't mind being verified. <laughs> It feels good when you're verified, friend. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. You just have to be a nerd. You have to be a nerd to be verified. Is mm, it? I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Um, let's just play a song, and then we'll uh, we'll get back into talking to you because you are a chatterbox. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'll see how I feel after the song. I might leave too. What is happening? <laughs> wow. Rare late night record. <laughs> this we did the same time last week, didn't we? A little bit earlier. Hey, hey, we haven't. You haven't even started with me yet. This is all like freebie. I'm gonna fucking deliver when you get me going. Yeah, you haven't even introed me yet. I've tw- twice or three times. Nah, I think that didn't I mean, count. What that do you was want? Like, fucking a bunch of fanfare. I need like some real. Yeah, I need some music. Some trumpets. Okay, what about uh, here? Let's trumpets. It's like uh, anything. This next our guest tonight. Oh shit! This next guest, you've seen him from Canada. He was in the Unicorns. Okay, Neil. Don't you don't stop. have to. You I, don't actually have to go along with the way the song goes. You could have just kind of kept on the. Uh, like, uh, I was just keeping up with you. No, I, I was still introing him. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just see the subscribers. Yeah, yeah just off. dropping just off. Refresh. Should we start refresh. all the way back from the beginning? I feel this episode is so weird. It's going to somehow go back in time and make it so everyone just never heard the other ones. I think maybe you should do that. You should call it. We like, still haven't played a song. Jonah Raycast or <laughs> yeah. something. We can probably just drop that song in the first time you mentioned it. All right, here's a song called Rocket by the Roswell Kid.
Bandcamp.com. Love that Bandcamp. It's a good place to put your songs up and just listen to some shit. I've done it. Yeah, you got your shit up there? Uh, let's get into it with you. How about that? Let's do it. Um, now, we've known each other for we've a met few. Before. We met at actually at, uh, at uh, Don't Mess With Texas, or Mess With Texas, the um, the uh, little outside party the FYF Fest guys do. That messes with Texas. That messes with Texas. Yeah. Well, messes with the South by Southwest. Yes. Thing. It was like a big festival, and we were both performing on it. 
Yes. And uh, you were there with Islands. Yes. Uh, and I was, and we met. In How the am bath- I doing so far? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we uh, we met in the uh, in the bathroom line for the porta potty. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was fun, and that came on the heels of a really miserable South by Southwest experience for me, where I felt really disillusioned with the entire festival. I felt that the organization and just the entire energy behind the entire festival was was completely bogus. And yeah. then we did that mess with Texas thing, which was free. It was all ages. It was in this park. It was Great. beautiful. It was outdoors. It felt so different and uh, separate from, from what South by Southwest was, which was basically like riding around in a mini Red Bull car eating Doritos <laughs> with MySpace logos being yeah, shot into your eyeballs. It's an insanely corporate affair. Um, I think it's great. Uh, as far as uh, my, my experience for, with South by Southwest is that I go and I do comedy. And right. uh, I've always had a blast doing comedy there. Uh, and then I get to go and watch a bunch of bands because I have a you know platinum badge, right? So for don't me, brag. But, um, it's not really a brag; it's just a truth. Well, I don't know. Platinum's <laughs> pretty much as good as it gets, so. isn't it though? Um, <laughs> but I'm you know, but I'm able to just I have an adamantium on. badge, <laughs> which beats anything, and you can use that forever. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much, and it regenerates yeah. if someone takes it from you. Yeah, That's true. It just yeah, reappears. just it reappears. Oh, my. So you guys uh, cash. You I both consider no, you a celebrity. Here, but both you, performers. Oh, yeah. You're yeah, right. but anyway, that's um, just some context. Newer. And then now you live in uh, Los Angeles. And, I do. And not sure if it's too legal. No, I'm on a visa. You are? Yeah. Uh, well, I, it's a MasterCard, but it works. <laughs> 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 Look at me go. Uh, no, I, yeah, I'm here on a, on a work visa. Yeah. But I still feel stressed every time I cross over. Uh, into America because it's really up to the discretion of the individual border guard. And I, I, I don't ever want to say that I live here because they could just, you know, have an axe to grind with me. Um, and an iTunes account. Yeah. Cause, what? No, because you'd say it on a pod. Never mind. Yeah. Mm. No, I want to know. I want to know, Cash. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to let this go. <laughs> no. No. You know, the Kid Rock uh, finally caved yeah. in and is going to release his music uh, song by song on iTunes. Wow. Really? Yeah, he's, he's been fighting it for a really long he won't time. Do album only? He won't do album only. He'll, you can only buy individual tracks of his albums. He is yeah. the best, isn't he? He really does nothing but the right thing every single time. I've heard his new single. Because I was working on the Romney campaign, and (laughs) (laughs) it's it's funny. I I was just watching some short with him and Sean Penn, and it was about like them hanging out because it was just like this whole thing. It's like we got to reach across the aisle and get over our differences. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I read it. It's weirdly sort of charming, but also it's like I don't know if I want to hang out with either of those dudes. Yeah, I wouldn't want (laughs) to. I wouldn't want to talk shit with either of them. Yeah, Mm. it's not that fun. Only if I don't worry, you guys, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> Either of them would, nor would I want them. You ever hear that early Kid Rock stuff when he was still just kind of a uh, Vanilla Ice ripoff rapper? No, it's yeah. actually kind of great. It's pretty funny. Just songs about like there's a song I think like balls in your mouth. <laughs> that's like CB4. It's like t-shirt. that's yeah, balls sweat of my balls. You could feel them. Yeah. I know all the lyrics to uh, Straight Outta Lokash. and we'll hear those right after this next song. You driving this ship, Neil? <laughs> you driving this ship? I got my foot on the pedal. Um. I don't think it's called Neil Mah- 
Rady I, I tried that last week. I really couldn't figure out. Rady like, Honey. Yeah. Rady Honey? Ray, Neil Mahone Neil zone. MP3. Neil Mahone zone is probably the closest we can get to it. Um, you've been in a, you've been in a handful of amazing bands, and I want to start with uh, uh, playing a song from your band, The Unicorns, mm. uh, with the song "I Was Born," and then a parenthetical. Love a parenthetical. Mm. Just right in there. I was born parenthetically. I call them brackets because it's a little less pretentious. But yeah. mm, I think you just negated your own ID. <laughs> So this is I Was Born a Unicorn by the Unicorns. Uh, Please to enjoy. Okay, I was born a unicorn by the unicorns. Um, during the break, uh, we got to talk about the ethos of uh, of Ian Mackay and how uh, you've met him, and he's a sweet goo. Sweet goo. <laughs> he's a sweet goo. Sweet goo. Sweet goo. When they're that sweet, they call him goose. Goose. <laughs> you can't even. You can't because guy is too rigid of a word. You need to do a sweet goo. Yeah, guy is just too gee. Actually, you, but that's another <laughs> member of the band. Oh, these are fun jokes that only a fraction. Um, <laughs> Well, Guy, let's just break it down for the folks. Guy, sure. Guy is the other member in Fugazi, which yes. is – we were talking about Ian Mackay, and he yeah. founded uh, Discord Records. And I was just listening to Embrace yesterday. I think I, uh, I think I knew that. 
Yeah, I was listening yeah. to a lot of uh, DC Go Go today because I put it on all my. You love R- DC Go Go R and B songs. That's, that's right. Classified under R and B because I can't amazing, figure it out. DC yeah. is such an amazingly. Uh, it's so compact. Yeah, there's there's the Go Go scene. There's the hardcore scene. The straight edge scene. Um, the and there was that scene kind of started there. Yeah, but, no, well, that's like, you know, uh, Guy Picciato. 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 Um, Picciato. He, uh, he was in Rites of Spring, which, you know, a lot of people can, you know, kind of. Say it's the first emo band. Yeah, they say it's yeah. the first emo Post-punk. band. Garbage. Uh, um, I like I like that. I like that. I like the Embrace record and they kind of. Uh, but uh, Well, the Unicorns were huge. Like Fuga- it was Fugazi and Simon and Garfunkel. We were trying to fuse those two bands. Wow. Really? Was so, that the idea? That, the, that was. That cool. was. T- Definitely the um, was that on paper or was it just kind of like a spoken thing? Uh, well, what do you mean on paper? <laughs> like, were you decided like, hey, like these are the two bands that we're both going to try and merge, or was it just like an afterthought? No, um, we were as we were making the band and starting it and writing the songs. Those were our two kind of touchstones. We're like, oh wow, like the du- the duo thing, and you know, just kind of the, they're definitely very different, but. Yeah. We were trying to find the middle ground between those two. It's uh, it's funny too because you talk about like if you listen to the Unicorns, there's a lot of kind of dancey stuff. Mm. Uh, it's you know it's, it has a pop sensibility, which is funny because you know the band Q and Not You, which came out of DC and was on Discord Records. Yep. You know they also very yeah, yeah very like you know you could Boogie. tell they grew up on Fugazi. Right, but then yeah. got kind of a more pop sensibility. Right. With them. Yeah. Uh, and but still like the the they they didn't have the. They didn't have the fear, so they they weren't afraid to get noisy, just as you yeah. guys were. Like there was like there's stuff that just like it's almost sounds like it's about to become like thrashy, yeah, and yeah, real sloppy. And fear, like we're also from Washington. Fear, we're also <laughs> and, and thrashy, but yeah. they were less well known. Thrashy, they were they were everyone's little brother that us uh, yeah. them. Hey, we're thrashy. <laughs> yeah, I remember. It seemed like it was just one of those bands that everyone knew about. All of a sudden, was the Unicorns. I remember in LA, just all of a sudden, like uh, like there was other guys I knew that were doing A and R stuff for labels, and they're just like uh, we're, they were saying, I was like, we're going to New York, we're going to try and sign. Oh wow, this band Unicorns. Wow, yeah, uh, I always knew about us because I was in it, so <laughs> yeah. I don't have that same sort of perspective. But I remember when it first kind of started to happen. I remember being driving into Boston, our van broke. We just bought this van the second day of tour. We left Montreal. We drove to Boston second day after we had this thing and i think i was driving and i forgot to maybe take the emergency brake off or something or i had it in the wrong drive and we completely broke the van and like had to trash it and we got a tow truck into boston we pulled up to the venue and there was just like all these people lined up outside and i was i had i wasn't even like i wonder if they're there for us i was like I wonder what the other show is. And then, <laughs> and then we got out and we were asking like, Hey, do you know where the, the, you know, the venue is for, for the show? And these people in the line were, you know, that they, they, I found out that they were there for us and it was just sort of really shocking. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it, and you're one of those bands where, and we're fucking famous. I mean, we're as big as you too. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you mean the two of us? <laughs> we're as big as you too. Yeah, you there's two, two of you, and we're family. pretty big. So that's big, big dudes. Um, there's there's bands like that that ha- like uh, that just kind of it doesn't matter what they sound like. Where you hear people that wouldn't normally listen to that music and they know them. Like right now, that band is like the Mets. Everyone just it's like this kind of like really kind of like loud hard yeah. rock band. I'm more of a Yankees guy, but mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. 
I'm gonna yeah, just, where's the uh, draw? With the Z? I'm going to yeah, do it yeah. orally from now on. Anytime I make a killer joke. Um, kills. But then you guys, uh, you guys broke up. Mm-hmm. What was your last show? It was in Houston, Texas. Um, we had just flown back from Australia. We didn't speak the entire time we were in Australia. And we played the show. Um, and it was maybe our biggest show. It was the biggest show we ever played. And we were not getting along. And I think I maybe had too much wine to drink. And we did. I know there's a there was a bootleg floating around of it. But we did this song that never made it onto a record called Haunted House. And it was about... Uh, it was about a haunted house and convincing <laughs> Real subversive me there, convincing uh, my bandmates to investigate this haunted house. And there's one part in the song where I call uh, Alden, my bandmate, and uh, try to convince him to come to the haunted house. And we hadn't spoken in like, you know, two and a half weeks. <laughs> it was the first time we were speaking. Me, blackout drunk, uh, on a fake phone in front of you know, a thousand people. Uh, and um, <laughs> the phone conversation lasted about eight minutes. Oh, no. Wow. Well, we had call waiting. So Jamie, the drummer, got in, got in on the conversation. and But it was, it was all like, uh, we were, uh, yeah, I guess I was sublimating. There was a lot of working out. <laughs> yeah. And then we broke up uh, like 40 minutes later. Really? Just right after the show? Yeah. Yeah, and then we f- all flew back to our own places because it was right around the holidays. We, I went back to my parents' place, and that was kind of it. It was. Kinda, How old were you then? I would have been twenty-three or twenty-two, twenty-two or twenty-three. Yeah, yeah. But it was fun. Yeah, and then I remember you still had some dates to fulfill. I believe, right? Isn't that how the the corn gang? No, no, that was just us. We. We moved to L.A., uh, Jamie and I, just to get out of Montreal because it was the wintertime, um, just to come visit. And we decided to sort of uh, make turn the unicorns into a rap group yeah. called the Corn King, where we played the music of the unicorns over uh, over rappers. You had a uh, subtle subtitle subtitle bus driver and this guy Vic Booze. And uh, they were great. But we were sort of... It was questionable because we called the show, we billed it as the unicorns. Yeah, no, I are <laughs> the corn gang. Yeah. So it was explaining if you paid attention, it yeah, that it was transitional. Well, they paid for the <laughs> tickets. Yeah. A lot of people came. I think they might have been a little bewildered. Yeah. I ended up getting kicked out of that show. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's play. Actually, let's play a song from uh, from the Mister Heavenly Album that you guys put out on Sub Pop. Yes, uh, myself and Ryan Katner, aka Honus Honus from Man Man, and Joe Plummer. And Michael Sarah. Occasionally, yeah. Yeah, on yeah. bass. Yes. Versatile. Do you know him from Canada? No. Just from out here? I know him from Los Angeles, coming out here to do a, a McSweeney's uh, benefit. Uh, yes. You and your McSweeney's. Well, here's a I Am Hologram from Mr. Heavenly uh, off the album Out of Love. Don't bring the night to me 
Great song. Great song. It's good collabo. It's good collabo, you and Ryan. Yeah, we're, uh, you know, we're doing really different things. And, uh, yeah, I think it was a nice, weird uh, contrast. It was was neat because it seemed like you guys had an adversarial relationship before that. I think it was, uh, I think, I don't know, it just seemed like, I remember, like, he... Like he was just he was like, talking shit about me. No, he wasn't. He wasn't talking shit about you. But I think because he's a fucking idiot. Hey, wait, he's your friend. He's our friend, Nick. Uh, no, I love him. Yeah. No, he's the best. He is actually the he best. Is, we have the same birthday, uh, Ryan and I, and he's uh, he he's just he's such a solid dude, and he has such great advice, and he's such a smart person. Yet uh, his life is a disaster. But you know, other like I think. Uh, <laughs> His life is incredible, and he he better realize that his life is great. But I he think, never will. That's the kind of thing about him, and I think that's what will make him. What you, you don't think? So? He's our friend. He's just like he's what he's uh, like. My friend Paul is like that. Where it's just like yeah. uh, like or no, actually, you know, Matt Paul Myra. Reiser. Matt Myra yeah. is that way. Where he's just like uh, it's like, hey man, less than a year ago you were working at a Mac store, mm-hmm. and now you're. Uh, sometimes guest hosting an entire show on your own. He's like, Ugh, but I have to get up at like seven in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Reality. Yeah. Um, hey guys, really quick. Let's play a game called the Jonah Ray Dio quiz. Y'all ready to play this, Nick? Yes. Y'all ready to play the Jonah Ray Dio quiz? Well, do you have an infinite knowledge of Dio Ronnie James? No. All right. Well, this is just, this is just a He's dead. He is dead. That's a fact. Uh, all right. Um, before he fronted Dio, Ronnie James Dio was in several other bands. True or false, Dio was a member of Black Sabbath. True. That is correct. The Lion's Den. Uh, false? Yes, that's false. Ronnie and the Rumblers. I'm going to say true. It is true. Evil Eyes. I'm going to say true. False. I'm going to say false. Hey, he said false. I'm going to say false. He said false. First answers only. <laughs> All right. Gypsy. False? No, false. Tr- yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's false. Uh, Ronnie, Ronnie and the Red Caps. Oh, true. That is true. Yeah, that I know. Elf. True. True. That is true. Electric elves. True or false? Come on. False. <laughs> sure, no fire. No. Flu. True. False. True. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. I lost track of that one. Yeah. All right. The <laughs> elves. The you already said the elves. No, I said the electric elves. And elf. No, you said. Oh, elf. And elf. And now the I'm gonna elves. Say false. I'm going to say false. Nope. True. Oh, what an idiot. Yeah. He needs to pick a name and was, stick with it. Was Ronnie James Dio. Was Ronnie James Dio in Elf Power? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, but no. No. True. It's false. True, it's false. Yes, correct, it's false. You guys are really confusing me here. Ronnie Just ding the ding. <laughs> you ding the ding, man. You're a ding man, man. Uh, Ronnie and the Prophets. Man, how many bands? Yes, I know. Uh, uh, fuck. Based on where we're headed, I'm going to say true. But it is true. Yeah. yeah. Ronnie and the Redcoats. Uh, true? False. Rainbow. True. Yes, that is true. All right. Hey, true. Uh, The Frayed Knots. False. Yes, that is false. (laughs) Sinister. 
False. False. And the Vegas Kings. The way you said the Vegas Kings, I'm going to say true. It is true. Wow. <laughs> Let's give a fucking you're the best, man. I passed. Yeah, you did it. You got more right than uh, anyone else I probably would have known. I'm the best. Yeah, you really do. Do you do you know do you know do you have an in-depth in-depth knowledge of uh Ronnie, Ronnie James? James? No. I like how False. that's that's how uh, <laughs> that's how personal we are with him. Ronnie True. James. Not Ronnie, Ronnie, not Rod, Ronnie James. I remember there was a band from California called Dios and uh, they had to change their name. Dios, Dios exactly. Dio, uh, they had to change their name to Dios Malos. I toured with those guys. Oh, right. Yeah, Dios, uh, they had their name called Dios, which means God in, yes. in uh, Espanol. Yes, it does. Thank you. Plural. Um, and he, he no. sent a no, cease and desist. No, I think it's just, well, God is plural. Yeah. I mean, depending yeah. on what yeah. you believe. Um, I believe he's plural. I and mean, she. <laughs> no, wait, wait, Namaste. They're, uh, so they're both female? Because I'd really like to meet her. Do you remember that? There was a there was a fad. <laughs> there was a fad in 90s music. In 90s so music. So I married an was, axe murder. Yes. Myers. <laughs> ah, also, the Boo Rallies version, also in the movie. Yes. <laughs> um, no, but there was a fad in 90s music where it was uh, it was uh, uh, a couple mentions to God being a female. True. Uh, there's that one that's like, I really like to meet her. Yeah. And then what's the other one? Um, is like it Dear God? No, no. What if God was one of us? There's a couple of... Jonah Osborne. But is that... Does she go... I think she feminine? runs the gamut there. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's also the line with the girl in uh, the movie Empire Records where she's talking to Warren, and she's like, I was talking to God. She says, what up? Boo. Alan, because I know that? The so director of Empire Records was named Alan... Smithy. <laughs> something, and he made Pump Up the Volume. I love... He talk was also, hard, Harry. That's what I base this whole thing off of. We're trying to get the shit done. Yeah. Anyone who sees Pump Up the Volume wants to start a radio show in there. And that might have been the precursor to podcast. It really does. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's hoping well, yeah. Everyone's hoping that like it'll get to a point where just some girl that's wearing a huge baggy sweater takes it off randomly. Yeah. She just takes it off randomly. Backyard style. Yeah. And then has like... You just didn't see him. Nice sweater. Yeah. <laughs> Alan, uh, I can't recall his last name now, but I had a friend who was friends with him, and he was really into taking heroic doses of mushrooms. Oh, really? <laughs> like the most amount you should ever take where you see, you know, he or she, uh, God, he or she. Yeah. I remember there was a guy in my high school who uh, was acting weird, and he also smelled like shit. <laughs> and then I realized he had gotten up. In the morning, went over to the town next to ours and uh, picked mushrooms out of cow shit. That's where they grow. Yeah, that's where they grow. Yeah, like uh, truffles. And didn't uh, did not clean them up, <laughs> so he still smelled like shit. And he was flying, flying. And he like I remember um, we were doing this some weird pop quiz that the teacher graded in the classroom, and he got one hundred percent on it. Wow. <laughs> and I was so I was like that was when I was like. Maybe straight edge isn't the way to go. <laughs> Maybe I should uh, I think about this. I would do That's better in school if yeah. I took massive amounts of hallucinogens before yeah, exactly. the yellow bus came around the corner. <laughs> um, heroic doses is one of my favorite. I don't know. It's not even a phrase. It's just two words. But Heroic doses? No, it's a yeah. phrase. I mean, I think it's a thing. What's the guy who... William McKenna? It is a... It is a 
it does indicate something. It is a phrase that pulls up like, like I'm. I may not be into that, but that what that guy is doing <laughs> is pretty. Like is to be admired. Yeah, like, he's he's taken his mind to the fifty yard line of a van- NFL. Well, game. that's the thing. A hero does something that none of us want to do. So That's to say true. you're taking heroic doses, like, you know what? I would like to see what five hits of acid would do to a guy in a night. Thank you, sir. You're yeah. doing it for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trigger. yeah that's, the, that's the key is doing it for the rest of us because no one else is going to because they have better sense than a squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> it will trigger latent schizophrenia. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think so? I mean, that, I, yes. I love that. There's that uh, on the first uh, Ben Folds uh, yeah, solo. Yeah, he does um, it on the uh, yeah. Unplugged album. Um, the, oh, Sorry, what? He it, does What? What? Uh, the unplugged album or the whatever the live. Oh, Ben Folds live. Yeah, yeah. No, he also it's a song that was on an album of his called "Rock in the Suburbs," and it was uh, it's about a guy uh, at a party that like was fried on acid mm-hmm. and then climbed into a tree and like everyone was trying to get him down. Yeah, uh, they couldn't. And then, then the next morning, he uh, came down, and he be- he was just the most devout Christian. Yeah, devoted his life to Jesus. Yeah. Like, had that religious experience. Hey, guys, Deanna's here. Hey. hey. Speaking of... The house burned out? <laughs> yeah. Deanna, my lovely future wife, is here in the studio. Please let me call it a studio. And let the record show that when you said future wife... When you said future wife, Deanna made a weird face. I could say anything. Deanna will make a weird face. Deanna, uh, it's no, true. she didn't. Yeah. Just, she made a normal Watch this, face watch there. this. Deanna, fuck a duck a dick a duck a. No, no face. See, wow. that, that's the, the lack of a face. <laughs> Just Already given. Deanna. Oh, she's done? Is Deanna, that it? Deanna, is Jonah Ray your future wife? <laughs> yeah, she made a weird face. <laughs> well, actually, she made a weird face because you're not wife material. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah. Nicholas Thornybird. <laughs> you're more of a street my name. kind of guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's Thornybird, not Thornybird. Thornybird, Thornybird. Uh, Floorburn was the... Uh, Growing was in high school was the uh, when I play I played basketball for one year in the eighth grade. Floor burn was the floor burn. Yeah, why? Because you fell down a lot. No, no just because it rhymes <laughs> with Thor oh. and burn. <laughs> but well, I floor, had floor burn. I feel like this is an exclusive. I'm going to get really real with you guys. Oh, we do. We have a sound job for exclusive, a Jonah Radio exclusive. No, not really. Neil, okay. you have to be thinking on your feet. Dude, you've got like 18 sounds here, and they're all pretty specific. I'm sorry. you got to get one of them exclusive sounds. Well, I... Computers? Does that do anything for anyone? Jesus, that goes on for a while. Fucking headache. Yeah. Oof. Uh, I grew up in British Columbia, um, Canada. Woo, go Wildcats! And uh, lived in a, grew up in a small town that was both real hippie and real redneck and uh so the hippies would make children that were rednecks and the rednecks would make children that were hippies because the thing to do is to rebel against your parents exactly so, yeah so my bullies in high school were named uh spirit <laughs> <laughs> river <laughs> I'm not fucking with you. Like, <laughs> I got 
pummeled every day by a guy named Spirit. Yeah. And then you you have to be consoled by your hippie friend Billy Bob. Yeah. <laughs> hey, brother, Billy Bob will make it okay. Who hit you, Spirit? Actually, you you're close. His name was um, Duke. And his name was Duke because I, don't his, think, I think it's pronounced Duke. His name was Duke because you know what his real name was? John Wayne. Oh, man. Oh, wow. And his nickname was Duke. <laughs> and he always had a knife on him. And he was nice. Wait, the hippie had a knife on him? No, no, no. No, this no, no. Duke. Duke is, no, Duke is the hippie. Duke had no, hippie parents. He was Duke a redneck. Oh, he was, he was a redneck. Nice. Sorry. I don't know. I actually can't tell anymore. Yeah. They were all mean to me. <laughs> But what was the area? British Columbia is a... Campbell River was the town, and it's a very small town on Vancouver Island. It's Where the beautiful. river runs red with tomato soup. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Campbell. yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. But I get... I see where you're going with that. Thank you. No, it runs with yeah. salmon. Don't you fucking touch that soundboard. It runs with salmon. It's the salmon capital of... Uh, of the world. Wow. Everything... Everywhere needs a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was just a fill time. Bye, yeah, later, dude. <laughs> what were we talking about? Um, oh, so the quintessential uh, podcast. Wait, so wait, what did you? Where did you? Where when? Did, how did you? In that town, though, like, uh, yes. Did you? Would it, was it? What was it? Punk? Would you get into punk or was it? Uh, um, weirdly, the bullies. A lot of the bullies were skater kids, which I learned later are usually kind of the nicer outcast types. But the mean, like. Bully kids were all skater types. Really? Yeah. And so they listen to like they're listening to No Effects. Um, probably. Wait, we're, the, we're we're around the same age, right? Yeah. So they're listening yeah, I'm to like forty two. Yeah, exactly. I'm sixty nimblum. Um, You're sixty nimblum. Nimblum. <laughs> you kids and your fucking jokes about being old. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, but we're around the same age. So like that was when skaters uh were listening to like Wu Tang was big. Wu Tang, yeah, a lot of like really good hip hop. Yeah. Really good hip hop. Well, like Gangstar and Wu, like honestly, like these mean kids listen to Gangstar and Wu Tang, which I'm like, now I'm like, why were you so such an asshole? Yeah, you're listening to good stuff. Um, yeah, and they thought I was a complete freak because I listened to stuff that they hadn't heard of. What were you listening to? Like Joan Osborne and. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm embarrassed to say some of the stuff I was listening. to. You should never be embarrassed about the stuff. Yeah. You know, that's Jane's Addiction was like my favorite band. And what's wrong with that? <laughs> well, what became I mean the legacy is sure. You know, Dave Navarro is what's wrong. With that. <laughs> well, yeah, no one could have ever expected a guy But from- you know, Dave Navarro saw his mom This is maybe taking this This is a comedy podcast? <laughs> no, it's a mu- it's in the music section. Oh, great. He saw his mom uh get murdered by his mom's boyfriend oh shit yeah wow. he like saw his mom's dead body is that why he you really is- are into like the dark side of music history <laughs> yes oh neil <laughs> like the sh- shadow the shadow sweet dweller. seg sweet yeah. seg. it would have been if you didn't call it out can you play some of that who fucking cares everyone knows how entertainment works all right god damn god, you're getting all over mahoney man yeah get out of the mahone zone oh, i'm sorry that wasn't me. <laughs> oh, Neil, you're really bad at these fucking... It's very dumb. Neil, can you please stop doing all of these? <laughs> Just... Oh, come on. I really don't... Oh, Neil... Oh, Mary. You guys, you guys got to check out Doug Pound. Do you know Doug Pound? Ah! <laughs> uh, we'll cut that out, huh? <laughs> you won't. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's here's a here's a thing. Uh, when Cash and I were, um, what are you doing? Why? Because <laughs> he's got new ads and mentions and faves and RTs. Why do you check Twitter, dum dum? Sean McDonald. You know what? This started as my least favorite episode, and <laughs> <laughs> somehow it turned itself completely around. It was that bathroom break. Um, really brought us all together. Here's when uh, when when Cash and I were first starting to get this thing together, and this this Gen Radio. Uh, as a thing, kind of took a bunch of different iterations, and one of the uh, one of the things was that like we were going to have these segments, and one of the segments we were going to have was Nick uh, talking about rock and roll conspiracies, mm-hmm. and you're, I bu- I you're boned up, you boned up, I boned up on that research. So you like and we 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 recorded a bunch of it at a at a bowling, bowling alley. alley, yeah. Uh, All Star Lanes in in Eagle Rock, Eagle Rock, yeah, love that bowling alley. Yeah. I, saw, I saw Ben Folds perform there. Did you really? With I saw band. Jonah yeah, was, Ray's birthday there. You saw? Yeah, it was. That wasn't. That was okay. Yeah, it was. It was no Ben Folds. Yeah. <laughs> With actually Ben Folds. I just, for I, the I record, saw, I want to say I don't like or endorse Ben Folds for president. Why not? I want also. I want to talk to you I'm about. I want to talk to you also because like you're for a guy that makes music currently. Yeah. You hate current music. Yes. Um, if you took one step to the side out of yourself. You would hate your own band. No, I don't need to take a step out. I hate all my old records except for the newest thing. But that's new. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Also, but I do actually, I I do actually recoil when I have when I listen to old Islands records. What year? What's the cutoff? Why do that? I'm a fan of current music. I love, I, I, you know, something. Well, no, this goes beyond music. It's your own creations. No, no, no. It's but another no, but bad he also, he also <laughs> ABC, BBB. You're the, you're the East Coast family. Um, town Philly. It's back again. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Uh, what? Oh, wait. I think, that was, I think I that was the Miami, the, the Miami sound. I went to Boys to Men. I'm sorry. Mm. No, they're cool. Oh, 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 oh. Boys to Men are up in the up in the Motown Philly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're good. Like a leg of that whole tripod. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Same the wait, what was that white band that showed up for no reason? Sudden Impact. Sudden Impact. <laughs> well, there was a white guy in Color Me Bad. Well, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking specifically about the song Motown Philly, where they're talking about all these great bands that are coming out of Philly. Oh yeah, and they're and in it, there in the cuts, video. Yeah, and it cuts to Sudden Impact. It's like five white dudes. They don't say anything. They don't mention them. But yeah. It's like, they might happen. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love. Keep, it moves on. I love no the idea. Word from I love the idea that though that might have been like the fucking greatest inside joke, where it's like a, a couple like gaffers <laughs> and crew guys are like, oh, makeup, go into makeup, and they'll be like, sun impact. Everyone's be like, who's sun impact? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to know. Uh, I want to know. Ask me. That'll just get into like a weird conversation. The Smiths. Um, yeah. So you. You don't like what was like? What's the newest band you like? Well, I go into. I feel like we had this conversation at FYF Fest where I had to break down. Maybe with Neil and Jonah. Was it when we were drunken on drugs inside the trailer? <laughs> um, it was. I don't take drugs. Yeah, and I don't drink. Actually, I'm. I've been sober. I know. Since I'm just the, trying to Houston. sound like we have rock and roll lifestyles. I'm sorry, Neil's mom. <laughs> uh, I was with Neil's mom backstage. <laughs> she listens. <laughs> All right, edit that out. <laughs> Please don't. Um, <laughs> um, 
But so you it's like what's the what's the cutoff? Why? No, no. There's no cutoff uh, as far as t- on a temporal sense. It's just that I maybe it's a competitive streak, but I'm also very hyper aware of of the music that is being made, and I, I don't know. I have a do you not do you not enjoy living in the time you do? Um, do you think a soundtrack to your life can only be made in 1968? No, I don't. But I but I prefer music from that time. But I also think that's uh, a cop out. I'm definitely like I just watched I just watched the new Bjork video today, mm-hmm. and also the new Scott Walker video. Uh, not the governor of or whatever of uh, what is it? Yeah, the American Taliban. No, Scott Walker, the singer of. Uh the Walker Brothers. He he made a new video, a new song. He has got a new record coming out, and the new video, or he has a new record out, and the new video is the best thing I've ever. Seen. I mean, it's like it's it's a new, and the new Bjork video is incredible too. Like it makes. So me these feel, are videos, though. Are like the music is also no, the music's good. The music's good. I mean, the music's amazing. Yeah. Um, and the the new Bill Fay record, but he hasn't made a record in forty years, so he's kind of from the. From the seventies, yeah. yeah. But no, I like new music. The last Joanna Newsom record, I really thought was also like, yet again though she has an old sound. She basically she right. had like she would fit in perfectly into like the tin can twenties. Yeah, electric time Her machine, electric time machine. <laughs> right, except kind of fit money machine. Make your own money at home. Thank you. Except better, but yeah, you're right. Uh I don't know. I mean, we, wait. How dare you say? I like if, a lot of rap. You know, a lot of rap, uh, rap music is good. The Dan, I think Danny Brown is cool. I think Das Racist is cool. Yeah, Chris Brown. No, <laughs> <laughs> don't like him. And I don't mean. I don't mean to like because I. I used to think. Uh, I had the idea in my head that you know, like that it's nothing. Everything before me was always better. Yeah. And then, um, and there was a conversation I had with my dad where. You know, I was talking about turning thirty, and then he said, uh, "I was like, I was like, oh man, thirty, getting up there." And then he's like, he's like, "Well, remember this? When I was uh, turning thirty, I was like, oh fuck, I wish I was still twenty. And when I was turning forty, I was like, oh, I wish, I wish I was still, I wish I was still thirty. And like he said, it's like you have this thing inside of you that makes you yearn for another time, and that, that's and that's perfectly shown in the movie uh, Midnight in Paris." Yeah, right. It's like I belong in this time. I never got that growing up. I never got the hippie kids. I was like, it's fucking done. It's done. But at the same time, I was doing that. I was only listening to, you know, early eighties punk. Yeah, that's nostalgia. Yeah, that happened to me in the sixth grade. Like a lot of friends of mine and I, we were listening to a lot of classic rock, and like at that time, it was still the eighties or whatever. So it was late sixties, and it was like. Squeaky sixties. It wasn't like druggy hip, hippie sixties. It was like we were listening Early to Beatles 60s, yeah. and like Buddy Holly and shit like that. And we're just like, oh, this is cool, and it's super simple music because we're all taking music lessons and stuff, so we can all get it. Yeah. And people called us hippies. Like we were fucking sixth grade kids, and like walking around, and we rode skateboards, and we were not, you know, wearing patchouli and fucking, you know, selling cheeseburgers yeah. out of the back of cars. But we were called hippies, and then when we were in high school all of those other kids started getting into later 60s stuff and like really adopting that dumb like just 
the, putting the, a butterfly in their cheek. Yeah, the veneer of a hippie where it's like, you know, army jackets and long hair and, you know, yeah. flip-flops and fucking middle of winter. Hacky sacks. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Like, and then getting into fish and Grateful Dead and stuff like that. And then, but for all of us, we were already beyond that. And then we were into, like, bad brains and, like, yeah. like punk movements and, 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 and then immediately jumping ahead to, like, post-punk stuff that was sort of closer to our contemporaries and you said nostalgia but is it possible to be nostalgic for something you weren't around for well nostalgia literally means uh the desire to return to a lost homeland so it doesn't even have to be your home or like does it work lost i mean it's it's unattainable so i think it it wasn't even that good to begin with nostalgia was a medical condition until the 1700s does that just mean someone that was just kind of bummed out for a few years ago (laughs) yeah i think now they they just prescribe xanax yeah fine or i uh, just wish it was another time from 10 to 20 years ago well he's got a case of nostalgia yeah but it happens it's a cultural phenomenon because i mean if you look at the 70s they you know that was happy days and that was greece and yeah you get into the 80s and then that's you know this whole 60s revival and like dumb shits wearing bell bottoms yeah so you just haven't you, like you still think that stuff was better then? No, I think stuff is better now. I just think I think it's potentially better now, and I think certain people take advantage of that of of making music better. I think the kind of music that I do or or want to make and want to use as sort of a vessel for expression, like the way I feel, I want to sing a song about the way I feel. That's all anyone wants to do right when you're creating something it's like you want to say something you want to express something and i think the method that i want to use uh is sort of gone it's sort of lost like that the style um you think i think you're just thinking it from from a pop culture standpoint you know it's like you know you're making music that may like i think 30 years ago you know 35 40 years ago um would just be it would be it but like i think because i would probably pop- have hated that at the time yeah I'm sure i don't know I'd, i i i mean i i'm a i'm open to stuff that's going on now i think a lot of the production techniques and styles are cool i'm 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 into it you know i'm not a i'm not like this bitter crusty jaded person but, and I, I don't i don't mean to paint you as one but what i but i also can smell a rat and i just feel like <laughs> there's so many rats that are around now. Do you like in- that? Do you like that white stripe song? <laughs> no, which was clear. Seven like Nation that- Army. Yeah, I love it. No. <laughs> Great no, there was a song on White Blood Cells. I think I smell a rat. Um, yeah, and like it, like he. He, he he thought he smelled a rat. He did. It was a literal <laughs> rat. Everyone thought it was about all the record companies. I did. Around. I did. I did yeah. smell a rat. That's yeah. the. Uh, <laughs> what's the guy? What's the guy? What's, what's the guy from uh, Sympathy for the Record Industry? Long Gone John. Yeah. yeah. Long Beach, right? Uh, yeah, that's where he was based out of. But uh, and we're gonna have uh, Ronnie Barnett from the Muffs, uh, uh, who was a band that was on that label, has some great stories about that guy. Yeah. The guy has all the money. Because of his backlog of white stripes. Oh, wow. The guy just has money. And a similar thing, Ronnie was working at uh, the <clears throat> at Epitaph when Offspring Smash came out and went just like, you know, Which was a platinum. smash. What's that? It was me as an allergic reaction to the hilarious <laughs> comedy, <laughs> the best comedy. Should I do stand up? I mean, am I ready? 
I, I, I was actually surprised you haven't started yet. Yeah. Being like, it's like because of the people you know. <laughs> it's like, what does that mean? No, just you like. Know a lot of no, what does yeah. that mean? You know a lot of anyway, what does was, that mean? What I was going to say is that you know a lot of stands ups and you know how little yeah. work they put into it. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I can fucking <laughs> do that. Present <laughs> company <laughs> only. Uh, but I was going to say, like, uh, everyone at Epitaph, because they got so much, the Epitaph got so much money from Smash being such a smash that, smash uh, mouth that being everybody, such a smash. everybody, like, he was just a forklift driver and they just got, everyone got like crazy Christmas bonuses. <laughs> they had to just, they had to get rid of the money. All right. <laughs> yeah. Who did? The record label, my, my yeah. label. No, your your label's anti. Same shit. I know. <laughs> um, you're on the same label as uh, some. some you're, Tom some, Waits. Yeah, Tom Waits. Buju Banton. Uh, uh, yeah, deep, deep homophobe. <laughs> Which one? Buju Banton. Tom Waits. Tom Waits. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Isn't Buju Buju Buju? Yeah. Is it Buju or Buju? Is it? Is it I think he's really against gays. Well, he is yeah. in reggae. That's a, there's that great Eli Braden song. Uh, uh, I'm I'm oh, gay, I'm, I'm gay, gay Ray, Ray the, the reggae, reggae gay. gay. I have a great that's great gay reggae story. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, I was working on a, a music show and <sighs> I look at he's raised your hand <laughs> because it it was so clear the the connection. I don't remember who was on. But uh, they, I, I would do these interstitial interviews with the artists between, like they would, it was a, it was a live music show, and it was like once a week, and there would be like five different bands playing, and we had a, one or two reggae bands in the year that I was there. It was mostly pop, very pop, pop, pop music. Uh, pop, pop. They, uh, and I would like mic them up and whatever, and it was just me all on my own. I was miking them. I was like rigging an overhead mic. I was running the camera. I was asking the questions, and. Uh, they, uh, I forget who it was, but like I, I said, can you check the mic f- for me? And he would go, check Sally, check Sally. And I was like, huh? He's like, they taught me when I went to Jamaica that they don't check mic because it's too gay to have like a thing oh in my your face God. and saying check mic. So they would check Sally. You know what's weird though? It does make more sense because there's an S in it, yeah, and you need to yeah. check the S. <laughs> that there yeah. is a little bit of logic outside yeah. of the homophobia. But and he did that, and then he went on to do another. So uh, true. Like uh, he, he ran through a bunch of other examples of like weird twists that they do on things where um, uh, they were, and they were all more like positivity yeah. based of like yeah. Uh, and all their mics were like little circular kind of oval shaped things that they <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little, <laughs> kind of, little boat yeah yeah they had paintings oh. like George O'Keefe paintings on them and yeah <laughs> I don't get it yeah. I don't get I don't get the the hate yeah you know yeah what do you care you know what's crazy too is that they have it's a the it's a nation that actually it seems they have a lot of uh pride towards the women in their life like there was a re- like a miniature revolution i think uh by a female mm-hmm. it was like with the indigenous people like we're living in the in you know the middle of the island and they rushed like a you know uprising uh, yeah. yeah but uh i wish yeah. i had more information were they before. cool yeah oh, no, good story something about rush yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's just to say i was uh, I, I was at a wedding in jamaica and i was uh trying to talk to a guy serving me jerk chicken about i'm from hawaii i totally get you <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. island nation then yeah, he yeah. went out for a fist bump and he just kind of pointed yeah, at yeah he had no idea <laughs> i um i actually well, I, I check sally um, i check sally <laughs> i don't ever check mike Bula! I, uh, I I worked for uh, Golden Voice uh, when I was in Hawaii, and uh, uh, Steel Pulse came to town. 
mm-hmm. it was because it was a it was it was a they hadn't come in a, two months and they had to come again because it's, <laughs> it's all reggae there and um you know we were like kind of like we had to load stuff on the stage and then like i had to go and like put you know before they went to go sound check i was like putting waters and towels on the stage for them before setting up the merch table and uh i saw the keyboard i saw it was on i was just like oh, you know no one's here yet and i i pressed one of the keys on the keyboard and it was like ja! <laughs> i was like what i pressed another one right yeah it was just like Bugger! And it was all the it was all cool. the it was all the reggae right. fucking calls that they, the they so they drops yeah it was all so the that fucking, guy is a real a, piano should, virtuoso yes, <laughs> yeah yeah virtuoso we, yeah. we should get the uh, reggae sound drop for Neil one week oh I have one oh. maybe you could do a theme maybe you guys hmm. could have a theme we maybe you guys have. could have uh, some kind of a theme. <laughs> Um, you know what? I do. I do want to. Um, I do want to get into all the stuff you have about uh, crazy conspiracy theories. I do oh, yeah, want to play uh, my that. favorite song off of the new record, which I never told you because we're friends and it's weird to do so. But um, the new Islands record, the new Islands record, is the the best Islands record. Thank you. I agree. Yeah. It's, Thank um, you. Though it, it's I don't know what it was about. Uh, like the, uh, I'm not sure if it was just because you kind of brought it down. Like you kind of simplified you had a yeah. big band yeah and now you're working with uh, i think it's just four of you now right yep and this new one is just it's like it's good i think this is something that <laughs> what is fucking happening over there <laughs> cool it actually serves me right for trying to get sincere with a guest <laughs> yeah sorry no i i feel terrible that i interrupted that, no no it's it's there fine no i do i really do it's... um but yeah, it's uh, it's what was the decision to like? Because you had, I remember when I saw you at South by Southwest, you had uh, violin players and you had you know like this. It was a, like eight piece band. You saw us at Mess with Texas, yeah, yeah, and then we had the uh, How's Your Do's guy. Yeah, you had, and then you also uh, were in a white face. I, that's when we met. You actually still had the white face makeup on. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I really wanted to not do it. No, I really wanted to do it. I really were you like want... a, like Bob Dylan? Is that yeah, kind of idea? Uh, kind of. Yeah, was I really that his Christian phase though the white face makeup. Uh, no. Or was it after that? I think it was pre that. I think it was like still pre born again or whatever. Yeah, born for the first time. I wanted to just put on a show. I wanted to, and it was thanks. It was a show. It was like a thanks. big. And it was it was interesting because I believe what was the other stage was it was it municipal waste? no municipal waste was on during the day I remember that the breeders, I think it might have been. the breeders were on the other no no stage. I don't we're was on that it main because stage. no effects was also around the same time no offense but <laughs> it was the, the, the pride the pride you just had in your face just, no I was making he's a, a great actor I was, he is. Word, it was word play. I know. No effects, no offense. I know. I know what like it was. Neil. Yeah. I know what it was. I know who I'm going to be hanging out with after this. Wait a minute. I thought we were all going to hang out after this. <laughs> Wait, you guys hang out after this? Oh, Hey, let's uh, let's listen to This Is Not A Song off of Isla's new record, Asleep and A Forgetting, the deluxe edition. Lost everything in many subtle ways. 
Good job. Love it. How about delightful? <laughs> was it, isn't that, wasn't that the Pitchfork review? <laughs> delightful. I think it was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2.2. What is your experience with reviews? Have you ever like read a review that... I sent death somewhat... threats to really? bad reviews. <laughs> I ended up touring with the guy years later. He opened for Mr. Heavenly. Um, but there was an EP. It wasn't even an EP. It was a 7-inch for... Um, a unicorn's 
record. It was a unicorn seven inch that followed uh, our record, Who Will mm-hmm. Cut Her Hair. And, uh, you know, we just had sort of pressure to like, let's put something else out. And we, we had a couple songs. So we, we went into the studio and we made it. And we made it a seven inch. And then we were going to make it a, a CD version. And I felt bad just putting two songs on a CD. So I said, let's, let's put some B-sides from the Who Will Cut Our Hair sessions on so people don't feel ripped off. And then it sort of got marketed or like viewed as an EP and pitchfork reviewed it and this guy nick sylvester who's a lovely guy reviewed it and he gave it a like three point something Ugh. and i wrote i i wrote to him i, I somehow i found his email address or whatever <laughs> and i wrote him and i said i know where you live and i'm gonna kill you <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard ryan adams uh phone message um i got it right here um <laughs> To Jim Derogatis, I think his name is. Right, and, the um, Chicago. And like, I think guy. it was like basically the guy had written the review before he even got the town. It was for like a live show. It was just some kind of weird. Hmm. Um, you say Brian or is. Ryan? Ryan. 11 a.m. December 19th. Hey, Jim. This is Ryan Adams. Um, just calling to say hi. Well, somebody sent me your fucking stupid bullshit review of my show. I'm finally home, getting over the flu. And, like, what is your problem? Like, you just ha- you have to, you have to come after me. Like, you, um, you have to make some kind of weird point to, like, fuck with my, whether I'm, like, legitimate or whatever. And, like, you mentioned in the end that, like, the fans eat it up, but, like, you're, but, but, but you're different. You're, like, the voice of reason. And, like, I'm BS because, like, I make music that's, like, The Replacements or, like, Courtney Love or, like, some bullshit. Like, it can't just be... Hold on. Don't ever compare... Like, don't put Courtney Love in The Replacements. Well, I think that's what he's do- He's saying. Is I like, know. That's, like... other guy. That's insulting yeah. to music. <laughs> <laughs> that's insulting to fucking say to anybody. Fun. You know, you do this to me, like, every time I come to town. <laughs> and, like, your fucking ending note to self... No, to Ryan Adams, wish you were anywhere but here. It's like, you know, fuck you, man. Like, fuck you, you asshole. I'm so sick of it. I'm not giving you, like, a Courtney Love call, but it's like, nobody, nobody's interested. Like, nobody's interested in your, in your bullshit. Like, you obviously have, like, a problem with me. Not with the music, because you can't refute it, obviously, because it's too fucking good, and you know it. Wow. Here's it's, the thing. Like, it's hard I, being crazy. It's hard being crazy. <laughs> um, this is a guy, Ryan Adams is a guy that will pay if people yell out brian adams or if they yell out a brian adams song at a ryan adams concert he will give them the exact change of the ticket price and tell them to leave that's cool and that's i'm funny. fine, I'm fine. I, that's, that's funny, funny. i like I'm fine that. with that i'll let this guy i think uh, stranger's almanac uh is a, a a perfect album i love that album uh, that that was a whiskey town album, and you know he had a big part of. Okay. You know, he was the lead guy in that one, and um, you know his his solo stuff. I never really, I uh, you know, I, it's okay. Look, in his defense, he's put his entire. This is his entire life. This is, this is all, all he thinks do- about. Yeah. It's all he does. You know, and he puts out tons of albums, and he works with a lot of different bands. I don't know his music. I, I honestly couldn't name a song. I don't know what it is that he does. He does have a similar name. To Brian Adams. Sure, it's one letter less. My countryman. Man, yeah. My countryman. But uh, no, I, I get it. Like, I was in Europe recently. I just got back, and, uh, and uh, 
there were a, there were a few shows, a handful of shows where there was hecklers, and every single time those hecklers were from North America. They were either from Canada or they're from oh. the United States, oh. and it was the most. It was like hearing that that accent, that American or Canadian accent in a in a German or a Swiss or you know it's just like something's not right here. And they were trying, in a way, they were probably trying to just relate to us because they're like we we get it, we're like you. But yeah, that speaks so much to the heckler experience of like trying to be. Yeah, yeah, you and me, like we're both the same. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I said to one odd uh, one of the the people who are at the very front had their backs to us. And we're oh. talking at the louder than the music, and I just stopped and I said, "Do you wonder why the rest of the world hates you?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you wonder why. And they got so upset. I mean, they they tried to like publicly, you know, vilify me on on the the island's Facebook and stuff. But, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I can they take took it. it to the top. Yeah, and they took it to the top, the echelon. And I said, you know, like if you if you're gonna come to a show. And you're going to heckle me like, I have the microphone. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Ultimately, like, I'm going to put you in your place. There's no way they can't. There's no, you, there's, you, have the, you have the audio capabilities to just take them out. I got it. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Um, so I empathize. You got it. Yeah. I empathize with Ryan Adams. He seems I just, crazy I hate, to me. I hate music reviews. Yeah. I like, you know, music journalism, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. And I, I, I see where it helps some people, but not now. I, I don't see the reason to review anything. I used, when I worked at the record store, and I, we talked about this when Greg Heller was on, because he was uh, a music journalist in San Francisco. He wrote he wrote on for Magnet. He wrote for the uh, uh, the Bay Area uh, fucking asshole or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And um, oh yeah, because like it really is. I I I go by the idea that there is no bad music. There's music oh, that I hate and that I think is bad, but. You know what? I don't. Someone nice. else likes it. So. You're too nice. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's I hate it, and I'll fucking talk shit about it and tell you why it's wrong. But that's not to say that it's not good or perfect for somebody else. How are you to tell some girl that like you know got over a breakup because of an Adele song? Uh, Adele's great, but like yeah. Britney Spears or bad Christina example, Aguilar, yeah, bad example. <laughs> um, no, but like it's Taylor like you know Britney Swift. Spears or Taylor Swift. Adele Swift, great. Is that where yeah, we're at? Taylor Swift is also awesome. Both bad examples. <laughs> Britney Spears, yeah, a lot of that's bad. So, like, in this, in this girl, like, she heard it at the right time, okay, and yeah. it helped her out in the right way. How are you to explain to her? Well, see, it's just kind of derivative pop music. Well, she doesn't. And she care. didn't write it, the, so the, the person that's already heard it doesn't care. I mean, yeah, that's, already, well, so who, that's the that's the thing about sort right. of criticism in general is that that it's really not. It's it's got to be outside of it anyway. You can't get in the way can't let it get in the way of uh of your experience and the best music writing is the stuff that's about good things like the the best music writing is the stuff that you read and you're like well this guy has a <laughs> you just got uh i get that a lot you just got bad company i get that a lot <laughs> oh god it just it doesn't 
It, there was a couple things in my life that d- like make me laugh so hard in the same way. One of them is like constantly Instagramming uh, Matt Myra's face. That's like one of my favorite things, and I can't help but laugh every time. And also when that song starts playing, when Jay Cash is trying to get to a point, and I'm so sorry. You do so much work for this thing. You pretty much do all the work. Mm. <laughs> so You're funny. a silent partner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, be I am silent. pleased with myself, and I'm also very upset with myself right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, music, music criticism. It's tough. Yeah, tough stuff. It is tough. No it's one tough. likes to get a bad review. Yeah. I got, I got a, uh, I got a review of my record uh, from this guy. I can't remember what the site was, uh, but um, the guy's name was Austin Ray. <laughs> and, I do remember uh, his name. If you want to go look him up, yeah, Austin Ray, and uh, and I I looked at his uh, the picture, and it you get just a, a white dude unshaven. It looks yeah, it looks like me. Just kind of looks like me. And the entire review was uh, was just like this. Like everything was like a compliment, a backhanded compliment. Every line, it was almost beautiful that way, where he was a, every line was it had this duality to it. Where it was just like perfectly, just like uh, it's like uh, it's really enjoyable the way he ties all the stories together, and it seems like he hangs out with a lot of funny people. Ooh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that. Austin, right? Oh, you, you seem to hang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when I, I I wrote for a magazine for a couple of years, and this is I, Neil. Oh, yeah, yes, this is Neil. You're right. That's I've been told that everyone's like saying, remember to tell who everybody is. Oh, so. oh okay. Yeah, well, I'll try and. This is Neil. Let's do the drink exchange right now. Okay, we're all I also would like some drinks, and then okay. Yeah. But yeah, I wrote uh, record reviews and, and live performance reviews and interviews with bands for a couple of years, and um, I still—I I don't still do it, but I, I do it very infrequently. But I find it really hard to write about things I don't like, and I would when I work, work for a magazine, I would. If I listened to something and did, didn't like it, I would just give it to someone else to write, even like to interns or whoever. And I said, make up a fake name, and you can write this, and then you can use it as part of your sample or whatever. Because the same thing, like if it's good to someone, I don't want to spoil it. And I also, right. like, who am I to say? Like, I'm not some sort of fucking music theory expert or whatever. Yeah. There's just things right. that I like and things that don't speak to it's me. It's subjective. I mean, it it's- is completely. Actually, uh, I was pretty to the point. There. Cash just uh, tried to drop the. Uh, Cash did the bad job. You <laughs> <laughs> can't even stop. Oh, there. Here's the best Cash kind of missed. Is that me? He started it <laughs> after <laughs> Neil had completed. <laughs> and I. And why do we have so much liquid on where all the electronics are? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the fifth episode. <laughs> do people? No, they don't fucking like it. <laughs> Oh, I forgot. That whole thing is going to get cut out. What the? When I totally burned Cash with that chariot of fire. <laughs> is it going to get cut out? I don't know. I don't no, listen. it shouldn't. Cash, leave it. It's no, good. there's a, there's way too much Cash. to cut uh, out in the uh Just in let the it go. You can't cut out shit. Even uh, the fact I'm probably going to cut out a bunch of stuff. In guys, I've done a few podcasts before. Yeah, me too. You're not supposed <laughs> to cut shit out. It's supposed yeah. to be conversational. It is, but you, you guys were hardly mistake. conversational in the beginning. You were hardly oh my conversational. God. Do you remember how cut up the beginning of this episode is? It's We've so only been doing edited. this for like a <laughs> <laughs> The beginning of this episode, my God. It's basically IDM. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, or EDM. 
I don't know what those letters stand for. I am for. uploading as is, fellas. Please don't. <laughs> um, we're going to take a break. I do, and I know I've said this every time we've taken a break. We're going to take a break to listen to another Island song off the album Return to the Sea. First um, album. It's the first album. Actually, yeah. you just went on tour, and you finally got to see the painting that your cover uh, yes, the cover art is based I off of. I thought that was so cool. Thank you. Uh, because I, I enjoyed the, uh, the cover of it uh, when I saw it. <laughs> You enjoyed the cover of it when you saw it. It being the cover, or it being the photo. Of no, no, me I watched the, the movie It, and then it made me realize how much I enjoyed the cover of the album. The cover of the uh, Guns N' Roses song. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, no, but um, it was, and it was just kind of neat to you know see you on Instagram taking a picture of like it's like hey I finally got to see Instagram.com slash Nick from Islands. You can do that now, um, but you can see me. No, like it was just. I'm trying to kind of. Sorry, you're trying to be serious, and I'm being a goof. You saw me in front of the painting. Yeah, it was special yeah, for me. The actuals together in one. Yeah, frame. yeah. I just thought, yeah. and like, I like it was just. I saw. I was like, that's so cool for Nick. To, for ninety nine point nine percent of the listeners who don't know what we're talking about, the first Islands album, uh, we used a cover. Uh, we used a, the art from a Casper David Friedrich painting called "The Sea of Ice." from i think the 1870 something and it's a stunning painting of a ship going down in in a sea of ice and uh the album is called return to the sea and, and this song is called uh don't call me whitney bobby uh, right does it have anything to do with whitney Houston or it bobby sure Bob? does yeah sure or their does. child <clears throat> well, it was on the heels of the Bobby Brown. This was in 2004 that I wrote this song while the unicorns were in Florida waiting uh, between tours. We had some legal issues and we were stuck in Florida. And I wrote, it was actually the basis of an email subject line to uh, a friend of mine named Richard Reed Perry. And you can Google that name if you like. If you want to. You can also bing it. No, or you can bing it. Don't make me cut out the bing shit again. I'm sorry. Let's bing it. You can Google or bing it if you like. And uh, basically, it's... You should probably bing it. Uh, you should probably bing it. Because Yona was in some bing commercials. So this was, this was an island song. That first album, was it mostly stuff you had not brought to Unicorns yet? Uh, it, well... I would say a third of it might have been unicorn songs had we stayed together. Don't call me Whitney Bobby. Rough Jim. Where there's a will, there's a whalebone. Those are songs that. Yeah, it's funny because they all sound like titles of unicorn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So those songs were destined to be unicorn songs. But when we broke up, I said, I still like these songs. I want them to exist. They were my songs, and so I, you know, I uh, gave them gave them a place cool this is one of them this is one of them so soak in the tub and listen to don't call me whitney bobby slate your wrists Oh, 
stories Sometimes they make me sorry I need another fucking let's get into it and you'll you'll be you'll be a returning guest for sure um, i never want to leave by the way i'm i know such a good are you time. having a good time this is like we well, haven't like gotten to hang out, out. my buds i know also we haven't gotten to hang out since you left for tour true and um it's real nice yeah i got neil i got cash i got jonah why was i third save the best for last oh hey. you know the right things to say you are a handsome man <laughs> um so let's uh, let's get into it because this is going to be this is going to be great. It's going to be reoccurring. Oh, you want to do you want to do this reoccurring? Yeah. So he just want you just want him to do one. Let's do one. Okay. We brought up Michael Hutchins earlier. Maybe that should be it. No, no, that's not like nearly. Oh, well, am I like one. a correspondent on the show now? Yeah, yeah. So, I yeah. like it. Yeah, he got drafted. Um. So here's the thing. Nick is. Really into rock and roll death conspiracies. Everyone you know who's died was murdered in the rock uh, context. Now, give a quick list of everybody that I can think of at the top of the head. Yeah, uh, that you will be discussing in the next thirty to forty episodes. Well, yeah, we're going to have to bring me back because yeah. we only did a couple. But Brian Jones, Tupac Shakur, uh, Brian Jones of of. Rolling Stones, not Stone. a, Brian the Brian Jones house mask. Yeah, um, we got Bob Marley up in the biz. We got uh, we got Biggie up in the shit. We got John uh, Lennon. We got Lennon. We have Morrison. Morrison. Well, wait, we everyone Hendrix. knows that we have Michael Hutchins. <laughs> everyone knows Lennon was murdered. <laughs> no, no, no. All, so was Tupac. No, but, no, no. no but, he's talking about. Sorry, larger, did I said. Oh, okay, I said uh, cons- in a conspiracy oh, okay, yeah, right, right. way. Lennon was murdered by the CIA because uh, Mark David Chapman was um, 
basically a soldier for the CIA. He was brainwashed. But I don't want to get into that too much. But yeah. it's on record. We'll bring that back on John Lennon's birthday. I just want to just foreshadow that he, it was on record that the uh, CIA was testing LSD in the 60s in San Francisco as a mind control method. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah. Fact. What was it called? On there was MK Ultra. Yeah, MK yes. Ultra. Yeah. yeah. A friend of mine has that email. Oh, really? Yeah. It's also there's a really bad band called MK Ultra. Um, eh, they're not bad, but and like, a really good band called MK Ultra. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you decide. Her We're in- not going to. Her initials yeah. are MK. Oh. And okay. then the Ultra, I was like, that's weird. And then I googled it. And then hmm. All right. So or which one? It, which one do you want to? Uh, which one do you want to get into? Let's start with Jimmy, motherfucking Hendrix. Now, who is that? He was a... Well, Cash is from Santa Cruz. He could probably tell you about Jimi Hendrix and pretty much every other hippie fucking... Well, he's yeah. from Seattle. <laughs> I know, but like... I was just he was just Santa revered, Cruz. revered as a god. Actually, yeah. one of the... one of You guys ever ever see those old pulp play, magazines? Play the song. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. That's the first sentence. It's the first sentence. Tell us what you know about Jimi Hendrix. And I will no, hover no, my finger no, over no, the chariots of fire. No, no. <laughs> I'm just gonna start my own podcast. Oh, <laughs> man, you remind me Cash of a, Hartzels. You remind me of a young me. Cash poor, right? <laughs> Cash poor. Yeah. Uh, but what? Go ahead. No. No, no, no. no go ahead. On. Please don't make it weird. <laughs> no, this uh, isn't Beat Holmes podcast. The, 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 the first uh, one of the first science fiction stories I read was about a guy traveling back in time to save Jimi Hendrix from himself, so that he wouldn't choke on that because it was choke on what? Choke on his own. On that. <laughs> was Jonah? <laughs> choke on his own. Vomit. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> the record scratch. Look, I've tried. Believe me, I've yeah. tried to choke on my own. <laughs> vomit. <laughs> well, the actual explanation was it was choked on someone else's vomit. <laughs> right. It's final I'm not that flexible. <laughs> You're that guy. <laughs> spinal tap. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like spinal tap? No, I'm doing the guy, for all you listeners out there, I was doing the thumbs audience down. member thumbs down, which is, to right. me, the funniest scene in Spinal Tap, is the guy <laughs> in the empty auditorium who's putting oh, that's right. thumbs yeah. down, like, oh my god. Yeah. That is maybe the best music-related movie of all time. Yeah. Anyway, you know Cash, else? you were Tom Hanks no, so as well. Oh. Yeah, he squared it up. Tom Hanks and Billy Crystal were uh, played caterers in the... No, Tom uh, Hanks was not in it. Billy Crystal yeah, and Dana Carvey. And Fran Drescher. Fran who? Drescher played the person that was yeah. with from the record label. She was the publicist. I don't want to get too uh, tangential. I know this is a podcast. we got to stay on topic. But uh, Fran Drescher... <laughs> did a great job of doing that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> She's the reason we have laugh tracks. It's terrible. That's not true. That's not true. But she had a stalker, and she had a closed set for the nanny. Yeah. So that, oh. that is where they really embellished uh, laugh tracks. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah. it was a funnier show than I thought it was. No, it was less funny. <laughs> no, but th- I mean, those laughs would have been earned had there been people there to earn them. Well, those she- laughs were from dead people because they were sourced from 1950s comics. What? Yeah. No, no royalties. <laughs> All those people are dead that you just heard. <laughs> she had a really terrible, like, 
violent like episode where she yeah she got let's stay on topic I I do want to talk about wait no let's talk about the rape of a celebrity (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna go into it right are we gonna go into the uh... well the the big thing about a conspiracy is always like why. Why would somebody murder Jimmy? Well, I explained this all in the clip. Follow the money. Do we we have a clip? Or are we just going to do it again? No, no. We're going to talk about it. I fucking went all the way to Eagle Rock. (laughs) Are you serious? Son, I did eight episodes of this thing. You lost it. You lost it. We threw them all away. (laughs) Oh, my God. I did not know this was happening. Are you serious? You really didn't just want to re-talk about This is like... (sighs) I like safe to draft all these really great... details (laughs) details <laughs> saved to draft tweet yeah the details <laughs> <Are they> tweets <laughs> we can go back and check the timeline uh, cash you're on my shit list uh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm mental for lentils oh wait that's different i'm gonzo for garbanzo i'm a crack fiend for black beans oh no wrong note sorry now you're gonna have to sift through my shit um okay when did we do this? Like last summer? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Look, the gist of it, I fucking nailed it in that shit that you lost. For the listener, <laughs> Jonah fucking Ray called me and said, please, Nick, I love you so much. Please do my new podcast where I'm going to have you be my correspondent on cor- uh, on conspiracy theories. Yeah. So, which I'm not sure if you realize is a, an insult. No, I didn't realize yeah. that. <laughs> so I brushed up, I boned up on all my conspiracy bullshit because it is. It's all fucking paranoid garbage. But yeah, so we did. We did Jimi Hendrix, and we did. Uh, fuck, who else did we do? Anyway, Jimi Hendrix. But I, Jimi Hendrix, Bob Marley, John Lennon. Yeah. Right. So, okay, well, with Jimi Hendrix, what I recall remembering, because I don't really believe it, it's all, it's all kind of crazy babble, but uh, Jimi Hendrix... Well, we're all out of time for Jonah Ray. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Ray, who wants to know? I just want the the uh, the one person the, who gets that reference. I want the image for this episode to just be a picture of the booze on the table. <laughs> we have gone through quite a bit. <laughs> Does anyone remember the Jimmy Ray? Yes. Okay. I remember it because I got made fun of a lot. Okay. So Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> Was ba- Look, he had a manager, and I had the name. It was really – I don't remember the fucking manager's name. I, it was all real nice the way I set it up. But anyway, he had a manager who was in the Hells Angels or it was affiliated with. And Jimi Hendrix was like, this guy's siphoning money for me. I want to fucking separate. And he threatened to leave the management company, and his manager – had him murdered and basically what happened was when they did the autopsy they found that he had uh he had alcohol in his lungs like wine a bottle of wine but it had but his blood alcohol limit was zero because it hadn't absorbed into his bloodstream so the thinking is that he was Drowned, basically. He uh, okay, a bunch of so. thugs came in, poured a bottle of wine down his throat, and drowned him. 
and basically prevented him from breathing oxygen. Wouldn't a lung or two full of wine uh-huh. go into the bloodstream? I don't know. No, no, because uh, oh no, 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 no. It's not like it doesn't seep. I still have it. I still have the document. <laughs> Animals roadie named Tappy claims he was murdered in his memoir. Okay. Alex Constantine wrote about it in his book, Covert War Against Rock. Okay, the manager's name was Michael Jeffrey. And in brackets, I wrote, never trust someone with two first names. (laughs) (laughs) And he had alleged ties to the M5, Hells Angels, and European organized crimes. Shortly before his death, Jimi Hendrix's death, he took out an insurance policy on Jimi Hendrix. He was claimed to have said before he was dead, he's worth more to me dead than alive. Um, and Hendrix was reported to be leaving Jeffrey, and uh, the coroner recorded an open verdict stating that the cause was barbiturate intoxication and inhalation of vomit. The pathologist who did an autopsy on Hendrix, Professor Tier, failed to detect any wine. He reported an alcohol level so low it would have failed the drink drive test in 1970, which we all know was low. I mean, yeah. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because people were fucking assholes. 2.0 or something. So the conspiracy is that he was force-fed the wine and the alcohol didn't have a chance to enter his And he had a contract uh, with this manager. Yeah. Yeah. Presumably he had a contract. That all the money would go to him. Uh, Yeah. And so the doctor who attempted to resuscitate... Hendrix at the hospital, his name was Dr. John Bannister, said he was convinced the star had drowned in red wine. Quote, I recall vividly the very large amounts of red wine that oozed from his stomach and his lungs. And in my opinion, there was no question that Jimi Hendrix had drowned. If not at home, then on the way to the hospital. End quote. And that doctor wrote that in 1992. Hmm. So something to think about. And what's the crazy thing that happened to that manager... Later on, oh yeah, he died uh, in a midair collision. He died in a midair collision. I don't have that in my little note over thing. Eastern Europe. Yeah, good rec. Good that's recall. A, that's a he. he yeah, he was. He was. He died in a weird midair collision, which is always weird. That is weird. Shit is weird. And then Neil, you looked like you were about to say something. Uh, all right cut it all right so that's our um thanks for that we're gonna have you back soon um have me back yeah thank you so much for being a part of this uh we've had a lot of fun on this episode of jonah radio we've made a lot of good friends we've solidified relationships and i think we've all learned a lot about nick i disagree about neil i agree about cash and everything we want to do and in the spirit of in the spirit of uh, talking about you know people in rock and roll that died too soon we're going to listen to a band called the Petty Fords off their new EP Domesticated Only the Good Die Young Uh, thanks so much everybody for listening to this episode if you've made it this far uh, please go to if you want to support the show go to bluecollardistro.com and buy some Jonah Ray shirts or some Jeff um, Foxworthy CDs oh please if anything that <laughs> um, uh, as always apologies for the first episode and we will all see you on the other side 
Wait, that, that, I've never, I don't even know why I wanted to say that. That's your new tagline. It's yeah, not, I don't want to our Instagram and shit. Oh, uh, well, yeah, we're on Instagram. <laughs> uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Jonah Radio. Uh, if you want to uh, have your music, remember, we're not taking recommendations. We are taking people that make music that want to send it to us. Uh, send us uh, your music with links or MP3s to jonahradio at gmail.com. Uh, check out uh, Cash Hartzell, our producer, at Cash Hearts. On Twitter, check out our uh, guest, Nick from Islands, on Twitter, at Nick from Islands. Neil Mahoney, where we can find you on Twitter? <laughs> Neil, where we can find you on Twitter? I'm sorry? Neil, where we can find you on Twitter? I'll take this one, what at Neil Mahoney. Oh. Okay. Actually, you ruined just another, <laughs> another running bit. No, I'm I'm pretty tired of that bit. <laughs> I ruined another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at Neil Mahoney on tweets. Or yeah, something. and we're at Jonah Radio on Twitter, and we're also at uh, you can find us uh, WHTTP calling four slash four slash www.jonahradio.tumblr.com, and you can uh, and you can please what that was impressive. Thank you. Uh, you can find us on geocities.com slash <laughs> sunset strip. Uh, all that stuff. So anyway, Instagram. Thank you, thank you so much for I listening Instagram. to us.
leaving nerdist.com. 